0: So maybe the twenty-five grand I put in might give me an extra hundred thousand dollars of sale price at the end of the day, because when people buy property, uh, you want you want you want the buyer to be emotionally charged. You know, you want them to go, like, "Oh, wow, it's all nice and fancy and 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 comfortable. I'm going to pay more money for that."
1: This is Property Investory where we talk to successful property investors to find out more about their stories, mindset and strategies. I'm Tyron Shum and in this episode of Invest Like A Pro, we're chatting with founder and director of Housefinder, Simon Liu. We discuss his recent foray into and success with renting his investment properties on Airbnb and find out his tips and tricks for creating such great listings that are so fully booked he can't even use them himself. Lou shares with us what he's been up to since the last time he was on the show, and if you're interested in holiday letting, you're in for a real treat. Definitely been
0: some exciting, uh, exciting progress. Uh, we, uh, I think, we touched base on the last episode that. I was getting into the Airbnb space, uh, the, or the luxury Airbnb space, a uh, bit of a, a, I guess, a passion project of mine that that I've been, uh, been 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 dreaming about for 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 many many years. You know, whilst I was building my initial portfolio of properties. Uh, so just to recap, we picked up a initially we picked up a a waterfront property uh, up in on the north coast of New South Wales. Uh, That's um, that we we furnished. You know, we set up the Instagram page, the marketing, and everything, and we started airbnb and it out. Uh, and off the back of that, uh, we found immediately found it was quite successful. Uh, so we actually bought another one um, that was uh, in the same in the same kind of area, uh, uh, also you know on the water, and, and has that kind of uh, very very sort of uh, physical uh, attraction appeal to it. Uh, and uh, you know, since we did the recording last time, we we're actually we've already set it up. Everything's all good to go. Uh, so currently, we've got two of these properties just uh, just just doing its thing as 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 Airbnb rentals. Really, at the end of the day, and uh, the the plus side, and fifty percent of the reason why I bought that, I, I remember, remember mentioning last time was the fact that uh, I could use it personally as well. Uh, so you know, when it was vacant, when it's not booked out. Uh, you know, me and my family, we can go up and, and obviously enjoy, uh, enjoy the properties ourselves, uh, which to be completely honest, hasn't, hasn't been, ha- you know, we haven't really had that, that kind of opportunity as yet because it's just been, the demand has just been so, so huge to rent these properties that, you know, there hasn't really been a, uh, you know, a solid sort of week or anything like that where it's become vacant, which I guess it's a, it's a good problem to have, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's you know, we're just, we're just trying to keep our, uh, keep, keep our head above water.
1: <laughs> oh, that's amazing to hear and it, it sounds exciting because it's really interesting that we're having a conversation offline saying that you know, uh, the properties itself uh, are actually pretty much uh, able to generate positive cash flow in a very short space of time. Do you want to just share with the audience how that's happened and uh, based on your calculations?
0: So, obviously, going into these properties, you know, we again treating it like a business, you kind of have to think to yourself, okay, how many nights do we have to rent this property out for for it to break even? Uh, you know, and how consistent do we need to be throughout the year? Um, and with the first property that we bought, you know, we worked out obviously like a weekly figure, a monthly figure, a yearly figure. Um, and to our surprise, you know, because we released that one in, in, in very, very early January. Uh, to rent out to to, to holiday goers. Uh, that that actually surpassed our yearly uh, you know the yearly figure that we needed uh, to stay to stay positive cash flow uh, within that first month. So you know imagine from our, from my perspective, you know getting so much demand in that first month, uh, of renting it out that it covered all the costs of running this property for the entire year that was one of the main reasons why i decided you know what i think we should pick up another one um you know so you know like one month out of 12 we've already got all our revenue back for the year uh you know and then we've got i guess 11 months of of uh of of, of profit at the end of the day so you know i can definitely can't complain about that um it's, uh, it, you know, just, just to tie into that as well, you know, just for any listeners out there who are thinking, oh, you know what, I'm just going to go out and buy some property and Airbnb it. it like you have to get a, a large number of elements right. You know, there's quite a few variables that tie into the success of a property that I found. Um, and, you know, it could be a combination of things like, uh, you know, obviously where the property is, uh, how much you're charging, how you decorate the property? How you stage it? How you how you you know? It needs to be themed. Like I said, I think in the last podcast we had like a professional designer come in and do everything. Um, it needs to uh, be priced priced well as well. You know, you can't be too expensive or you can't be too cheap either. Um, and one important, very super super important aspect that we we uh, we noticed was um, your neighbours. You know, like every Airbnb property is mostly in a residential area, and if you're having if you're having people or unruly unruly visitors or party goers and things like that, then it's going to cause a lot of distress to your neighbours, who will in turn um, uh, can, uh, will affect obviously the 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 performance of the property. You know, if they if they're not good neighbours while you have guests staying there. Uh, then obviously you're going to it's going to impact uh, impact how popular uh, it is in the future. Um, so you know, ensuring that you have your, your respect for neighbors, respect for you know noise limits, and you know definitely no parties, and, and really sort of keep keep on top of that with a nine fists. I think that that actually is um, is 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 a, a huge factor of how successful a property can be so you know off the back of that you know obviously we've got the experience we've got a lot more experience now when we've got the second property going uh so yeah you know personally i'm actually in the process of of, of searching for a third so <laughs> it's definitely a, a bit of a journey at the moment uh, at the start of a journey um but it's it's definitely a lot of fun as well you know like it's a lot of work it's a it, you know it's a huge learning curve but for me it was uh it's definitely something that, that that me and my wife we both really enjoy uh, running and 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 doing doing uh, uh, you know the promotions and the, the the furnishing and all that kind of stuff. So so yeah, it's not it's not all business.
1: <laughs> wow, it, it's amazing to be able to hear that and congrats on that success with the Airbnb. The first first one, you know, is always the most challenging because that's where you're learning everything and setting it up and so forth and it's fantastic to be able to hear that that first month, it's covered all the expenses. So, you're pretty much going okay, so what are we going to do for the rest of the year? (laughs) Obviously, go buy another one, right?
0: (laughs) Well, yes. I mean, enjoy the cash flow, enjoy the property as well. You know, I'm sure when winter comes around, you know, there's going to be maybe a few, quite a few more sort of vacant vacant weeks that we can go up and, and enjoy these properties ourselves. Um, but yeah, you know, like, uh, you know, having, having that second one coming on board is, is definitely, uh, de- it's definitely exciting as well. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to make sure each of the properties are are a little bit different. So the first one we called it the boathouse because it's on the water. It's got, it's got like a, a little boat, boat, uh, boathouse underneath the main house. Um, and it lends itself to, to that kind of, uh, you know, more sort of rustic, um, you know, boat, uh, boathouse feel to it. Um, the second one, we're calling it the lake house, uh, because it, you know, just the way that it's positioned, you know, on the water, it's a lot more calmer. There's swans, black swans and white swans, like a lot of, a lot of swans that just, uh, you know, are always present in that lake. And it's very picturesque. Uh, it's got nice gardens and all that kind of stuff. And the third one that we're probably going to be going for that I'm on the lookout for at the moment is, is, uh, is, is probably going to be beach themed. So, we're looking for a property that's, you know, on the beach, if not very close to the beach. Uh, and naturally, we're going to be calling that the beach house. So, I think having, you know, different aspects of, uh, a, a, I guess, a point of difference in your portfolio also means that, you know, you get, uh, you get a, a wider variety of guests You know, and not only that, but if you were to enjoy it personally as a family, then you can choose. You know, maybe I want to spend uh, my holidays at the beach or spend my holidays, uh, you know, fishing in the boathouse. You know, so that just gives us a little bit, bit more, uh, bit more choice at the end of the day.
1: Wow, it sounds like you've got your holidays planned out for the rest of the year already.
0: Well, you know, as you know, I've got some little kids, uh, so I think it's important to have. you know, if you can, you know, definitely have that have have that kind of choice. Um, but you know, p- anyone can do it, really, in in the sense that you know you can rent the Airbnb. You don't have to own them to enjoy them up the coast or down the coast with your family. Uh, but for me, it just made sense to 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 turn it into a business as well uh, as uh, as having these properties that I can I can also enjoy with my family. Um, so yeah, no, it's been it's been a very interesting journey so far, and, and look forward to continuing it.
1: Fantastic. So Simon, tell me a little bit more about the I guess experience of the second property because we touched on it uh, previously on one of the episodes and you're in that process of just uh, purchasing it because you had uh, talked about the stage when you went to uh, I guess to the open home. There was a lot of people there wanting to purchase the property as well and as soon as it went in the market, you know, you thought that you might not be able to purchase it as well because there's so many people coming through but in the end, um, the owner chose you. So tell us about that journey. After that, what what have you done to that property currently?
0: We furnished it. You know, um, you know, during the settlement period, uh, you know, we from the learnings from the first property, we knew where to buy the buy the furniture. From. We know how to how to furnish it. The delivery process is um, is is uh, is definitely a challenge. You know, getting all the all the furniture. You know, like your fridges and your beds and coffee tables and things delivered to one place and making sure that they're. They've been accepted. In in our case, because these two properties were in driving proximity to each other, we just had all the furniture delivered to the first property that we had, and just stored it in the garage whilst it was being used as the Airbnb. Um, so that definitely helped. Uh, and obviously, just the physical, uh, I guess, labour of uh, of moving the furniture to the second property, you know, unboxing them and putting them all together, um, you know, that's 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 kind of been uh, been the majority of the time. Uh, taken so far um you know establishing connections with your neighbors you know for the second property well for the first property we did that immediately but for the second one you know that's what we've been doing as well just ensuring that all the neighbors are aware of what we're doing you know i guess uh uh, uh maybe even getting them in not in 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 on it in terms of uh, you know, if you, if you see any sort of issues or if you, if there's any problems with guests or anything, let me know immediately, you know, if they've got numbers directly. So I guess gives them, give them a little bit, bit of a peace of mind that we're not here to just, uh, you know, ruin the neighborhood and, you know, turn it into like a, a massive party central, um, uh, type, uh, type scenario. So just kind of building those, building that rapport and, 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 and maintaining that relationship with neighbors, I think has been super important. um, and, uh, and, you know, just the other things like, you know, like obviously listing the properties and, you know, getting, getting the booking started. Obviously, we, you know, at this time of recording, we're aiming towards uh, Easter. Uh, the Easter holidays is going to be a, a biggie uh, for any Airbnb host. Uh, so, so hopefully, uh, you know, that'll, be, that'll, that'll all go smoothly and it'll be a good, test, a good test run, I guess, for the property to see, you know, if there's any sort of uh, teething issues or, or anything we need to touch up. Um, the second property as well, we've, uh, you know, I've been planning to do a, a minor renovation on it because the property only has uh, one shower. Uh, so, I was thinking obviously to put in another shower in the laundry and like little things like that, just basically just a lot of prep work that's been going into 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 this one as well.
1: And has the property already settled as is or are you still waiting on that process?
0: Oh, no, it's definitely settled. Uh, so, it's settled, um, it settled very, uh, you know, pretty much on time. Um, and, uh, and, you know, we did a lot of work prior to, to settlement but now that it's settled, uh, we're definitely, um, you know, all hands on deck, you know, getting everything put together as well.
1: So, how long do you think it might take to actually get someone in to do that, you know, to add the extra shower or, or to do a little bit of those renovations because obviously, it's leading up very close to Easter. Uh, will you have enough time to do all that kind of stuff or we do it later on?
0: Well, luckily, I mean, I've got a lot of experience uh, with just with my own properties, uh, you know, and, and helping my clients buy properties in, in, in uh, uh, from an investment perspective, uh, you know, obviously, the thing to do is to get three quotes, uh, you know, make sure you you check out the reviews of the people that you have working with you meet them, obviously, making sure that they're, 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 they're trustworthy, and they can do it efficiently and, and cost effectively as well. Uh, so that, that definitely helps. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I think it's been pretty smooth so far. We had a couple of guys come out do a quote. Uh, I think I'm, i I know, you know, who I want to work with at the end of the day and, you know, they're not going to take too long either. I think it was going to, going to be about three or four days, uh, to, to, to waterproof and put up the shower. So, so yeah, it's, it's a pretty smooth process. Um, and that, I think that, that comes down to the invaluable experience that you kind of build up as a property investor yourself, uh, over time um it it just makes it mentally a lot easier as well you know it's just something that you you go out and do you know whereas i guess when i first started investing you know to spend money on any property was was quite a daunting task uh you know just just the 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 the, uh the 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 act of you know having to spend money on any property um you know sometimes you have to think you're always kind of questioning oh is it worth it should i do it should i should i not do it you know, who should I use all that kind of stuff. So, I think having that um, that experience has definitely helped as well.
1: Coming up after the break, we discussed the costs and benefits of listing on Airbnb compared to renting to tenants.
0: As a property that you're going to be renting out um, uh, as in, you know, you just buy it and rent it out normally to a tenant. Sometimes it may not be worth uh, the you know five grand, ten grand renovation to get an extra twenty dollars or thirty dollars a week in rent. You know, depending on where it is and what it is.
1: We delve into the trap of overcapitalization.
0: I think a lot of people do get carried away when they do renovations. Uh, I guess to make themselves feel better. You know, to be completely blunt with you, I think a lot of people when they buy a house, they they think, oh, you know, I wouldn't be comfortable living here. So, I'm going to spend all this money to make it look nice and then rent it out.
1: He lets us in on the best ways to renovate your Airbnb to maximize your rental return.
0: So, for me, in my case, adding an extra bathroom in this Airbnb is pretty much purely to attract more, um, more uh, 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 holiday goers, you know, to, to, to rent the property because people will look at that fact that there's only one bathroom and that will impact how much you can charge.
1: And that's next. I'm Taran Shum and you're listening to Property Investory. Have you been looking for months and getting frustrated that each property you've seen seems to be a lemon or are you after distress, off-market, high cash flow properties in high growth areas, capital city locations? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you are not alone. For being a loyal listener of the podcast, Simon Liu is offering a free one-hour strategy session normally valued at $500 to help put together an actionable property plan. To get your free strategy session, simply visit housefinder.com.au and fill out the contact form or call Simon directly on 0415 626 342 and quote property invest story. How do you determine if the money you're going to spend on a property will give you additional value? Lou shares what he's seen in his experience that gives a property that extra touch.
0: It depends on a lot of variables. You know like in this case as an Airbnb, adding an extra shower is going to make a huge difference to the bottom line. You know because when people, if if you have like two families uh, wanting to holiday together and they've got kids, you know having one shower or one bathroom is just simply not going to be enough when everyone's trying to, to, to uh, you know, at the end of the day, when everyone's trying to have a shower or whatever it is. So, you know, it's no-brainer from that perspective. Um, from a purely investment perspective, I think the evidence is out there. You know, so for example, if you're looking at a four-bedroom, if you buy a property as a four-bedroom, one-bathroom uh, property, uh, then you can easily go and, you know, check out some of the recently sold properties to see how much they've sold for. You know, and hopefully when you buy it, you don't pay, you don't overpay for that property. And similarly, if you were to think to yourself, you know what, this property has that potential, like a really large laundry or something like that, that you can convert into a second bathroom. You know, again, it's equally as easy to just jump online and see what what properties have sold that are four bedroom, two bathroom. And if, let's say, for example, the cost to chuck up this second bathroom is going to cost you $10,000, you know, including vanity and shower and, uh, you know, uh, uh, a toilet, all that kind of stuff as well, tiling, waterproofing, 10 grand. Um, and if the difference between four bedroom, one bathroom and four bedroom, two bathroom houses in that area is a $50,000 difference, then, you know, you imme- obviously immediately you know that it's worth it at the end of the day. And this comes from either a equity extraction perspective or whether you want to sell the property perspective. Now, I will say though, as a property that you're going to be renting out, um, uh, as in, you know, you just buy it and rent it out normally to a tenant, sometimes it may not be worth uh, the, you know, five grand, 10 grand renovation to get an extra $20 or $30 a week in rent, you know, depending on where it is and what it is. Obviously, it's going to take ages for you to recoup that money. uh, And sometimes, depending on what stage you're at, at your investment journey, It might actually make more sense to put that ten thousand dollars towards your next property, you know, accumulate another property instead, you know, and just rent the property out as is. And then one day, when the property uh, the property values have increased, or you want to pull more equity out, then you can spend justify spending the ten grand on the on the Reno for that existing property that you have at the time.
1: Yeah, that's excellent. I I like the a strategy that you're putting forward because it kind of gives investors and even myself, I'm just thinking it through in my own property journey that you know, you just got to weigh up the differences on what could potentially happen now or whether or not you should just continue to buy another property in the future because it may be an opportunity cost that you know, that 10K instead of putting that money into a renovation right now, you could actually potentially purchase another property in the future that could go up even more value which will cover all the costs anyway. And I'm actually thinking about a particular property I've got at the moment where it's been vacant downstairs which used to be a commercial property and uh, yeah, we're just deciding whether not to convert into a residential unit at this point in time. And so far, the tradesperson who I've been working with, he's been fantastic. He's recommending that um, or not recommending but saying that it's going to cost about 25k to do the full fit out where we turn into a two-bedroom unit at the vanities, kitchen and all that. And I'm tossing up, you know, if I was to do that, and it might get say $300 a week back from it, how long that's going to take to actually recoup that. It'll be almost like two years to be able to recoup that investment. Whereas having a chat with you about Airbnb, I'm really considering, okay, if I do do it, what about Airbnb? You know, it's it, my, where my property is located. Is literally, I can see the water from where I where it is, like you know, a few hundred meters down the road. So yeah, it's. I'm thinking the same thing.
0: <laughs> the other considerations you need to also take into account is if you do establish a, a, just using your example, if you do establish that second unit, will it impact the proper the the existing property itself? You know, I think a lot of people when they do these conversions, they think. Um, uh, oh, you know, it's going to bring in extra income, which on paper could be correct. But, you know, the reality of the situation might be the fact that when you've got, you know, two separate parties living so close to each other, you might experience a lot more vacancies, you might experience a lot more sort of conflict uh, between between tenants. And that obviously, in turn, um, you know, impacts the cash flow and the performance of the property itself. Um, so, that's one another consideration. A third... A third consideration you might want to think about as well is whatever money you put into a property physically whether it's a renovation cosmetic touch-up new bathroom new unit in your case if you're planning to hold that property for for the next you know few years five years ten years or whatever it is just know that every single year that you have that uh, property it's going to depreciate so anything physical in your house is going to depreciate it's going to be worth less than it was when it was brand new And it's going to be accelerated by the fact that you've got tenants living in that property as well because, you know, of wear and tear, you know, tenants aren't really going to um, care as much as you do about, you know, the brand new walls or the brand new floors or the brand new bathroom. So, you know, they're going to use it. It's going to depreciate. It's going to be worth less at some point in time. So, you know, again, looking at at a situation where you've got, let's say, $10,000 of cash of capital that you have, you know, is it worth putting into this, putting that 10 grand to a property where that 10 grand is going to depreciate, you know, and what the, what the benefit is of that, it could be an extra, you know, little bit of rent every week, um, uh, you know, versus putting that 10 grand into the next property. Again, that could be worth more uh, in terms of like, you know, value for money at the end of the day. So, you know, there's just a, quite a few things to consider. Like, I think a lot of people do get carried away when they do renovations, uh, I guess, to make themselves feel better, you know, to be completely blunt with you. I think a lot of people, when they buy a house, they, they think, oh, you know, I wouldn't be comfortable living here. So, I'm going to spend all this money to make it look nice and then rent it out. But the reality is that, they, well, number one, they don't get to enjoy it themselves, but number two, they're... You know, if the house was tidy, it was, if it was safe, it was, it, it, you know, in a good, decent condition anyway, it could have just, they could have just rented it out, you know, for maybe a little bit less rent, but, you know, definitely not, uh, not more, more, more rent enough than to cover the, uh, the cost of renovating itself. So, sometimes you just need to look at it from a really sort of black and white perspective.
1: Yeah, well, that's what really bugs me at the moment because I'm, I'm trying to weigh out the benefits of doing it as well and I totally understand exactly what you're saying because you know, for as I said, 25 k to reinvest into it, I might get an extra $20 a week. 20 times 52 is about $1,000 something. That's almost like 25 times and you go, why would, do people actually renovate a property or convert it. I mean in my sense, I I need to convert it because commercial down there at the moment hasn't been good and you know, I could be waiting up to say you know, six to 12 months, sorry, uh, six to 12 months roughly for a commercial um, play to come into place. So you know, that's that's one of the driving forces behind it but normally you know, I I wouldn't even renovate unless I needed to because yeah, I'd rather put that money into buying another property if possible or another investment.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, for your scenario, I mean, it's hard. Obviously, you need to analyze the 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 commercial rental aspect of how much money you are putting in. Um, generally speaking, if I had, if I were to put in twenty five thousand dollars into an investment property, uh, it would most likely be uh, me preparing that to sell that property. So maybe the twenty five grand I put in might give me an extra hundred thousand dollars of sale price at the end of the day, because when people buy property. Uh, you want, you want you want, the buyer to be emotionally charged. You know, you want them to go, oh, wow, it's all nice and fancy and 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 comfortable, I'm going to pay more money for that. Uh, or the other reason is if I'm planning to pull out equity from that property, you know, and if I do the reno, the valuer uh, will come in and instead of looking at it as like a, a, a four-bedroom, one-bedroom, Using my example, like a four-bedroom, one-bathroom house, they might look at it as a four-bedroom, two-bathroom house, and you know, give me a much higher valuation, which means I can pull more equity out to use that, you know, to reinvest or whatever I want to do with that money. So, re- very, very rarely, unless you buy an absolute, you know, rundown or you have a property that's in desperate need of re- a renovation, anyway, um, very rarely does it make sense to renovate and then rent out.
1: Totally, totally. I mean, that that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the equity play here as well. I'm not planning to sell the property but I want to increase the equity play because the fact is once it, you know, that's renovated, it's rented out and it being a commercial property, we base it on the rental yield and, you know, brings the rental yield a little bit over, I think, close to about 11% once that's done. So, that should, you know, bring that up and then that's what I'm thinking at the same time. But I'm, I'm also curious actually how a valuer would be able to value your property based on the income from Airbnb because it is quite a substantial difference in terms of the rental yield. Have you, have you had a look or consider that avenue as well?
0: When I meant the valuation side of things, I meant more in terms of just your typical investment property that you buy and rent out yourself uh, to, to like a normal tenant. Um, but valuers don't don't really take into account the rental amount. You know, they, they, they don't really care whether you're Airbnb-ing it or whether you're renting it out or maybe even if you're living in it yourself. Uh, they just look at the physicalities of it so if we're looking at if it is like a four bedroom two bathroom two garage brick house uh, 600 square meters uh, block 25 years old uh, then they'll just compare that to all the other 422 600 square meter 25 year old houses in this in that area so you know if i were to add an extra bathroom and made it made it let's say a 432 then they'll compare it to all the 432s in the area as well So, I mean, there is an element where they do go in if it's a a curbside valuation where they actually, uh, uh, sorry, not curbside, where it's an actual full vow where they go in, you know, if the house is, you know, properly uh, renovated and it looks great, then there is a small element where they might be swayed to give you a high valuation. But most valuers just go off uh, the fundamentals of the property itself. Uh, so for me, in my case, adding an extra bathroom in this Airbnb is pretty much purely to attract more, um, more uh, 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 holiday goers, you know, to, to, to rent the property because people will look at that fact that there's only one bathroom and that will impact how much you can charge. It will impact how frequently people will book, book out a place. Uh, so, you know, the cost to do the shower for me... For this particular place is 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 going to be about uh, less than five thousand dollars, so I wouldn't say it's like a huge outlay. But the fact that you can have those two bar two separate showers, uh, I think will be definitely worth it in the future. If not for personal enjoyment as well, like I said, you know I'll be using this property myself, uh, and most likely, you know I'll be with my family and maybe like an extended family or friends or something like that, and you know it'll be it'll be uh, it'll be nice to have a couple of showers. <laughs>
1: I was going to say, especially screaming kids going, I want to have a shower, you can't fit everyone in. It's it's really makes a huge difference, absolutely. And being close
0: to the water like, you know, obviously, a lot of the activity is going to be water-based. You know, so people are going to get muddy, they're going to get dirty. So, yeah, it just, it just makes sense.
1: It's really interesting to hear that side of things and these are sort of the nitty-gritty kind of things that we don't really hear much of because I guess we, we can see from the front end, okay, yeah, now it's successful, you've furnished it, you've put it on the market, you're going to get... Uh, I guess people coming through to yeah. uh, I guess rent the property and use it during that time but there is a lot of behind the scenes kind of things that we're just talking about that really adds an extra little value to it and things like this is really, really good that we're talking about. I'm also wondering in terms of say the marketing side of things, are you going to be applying similar strategies that you did for your first property to this same one or is it a slightly different angle for this?
0: There was a lot of lessons learned for the first uh, for the first property. Uh, you know how how we photographed uh, the the property to put on Airbnb. Uh, obviously that's the first and most important thing that that people see when they're searching for a place to to uh, to to rent out for a couple of days. Uh, so having professional photos, you know having the, having the, the the theme or the the furniture in the property you know all coordinated and all looking nice, like that's super super important. Uh, you know social media is huge at the moment so Instagram and and all that kind of stuff and you know ensuring ensuring that your guests take photos and 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 put their photos up on Instagram and you know incentivizing them to do that so you can use that as well as as content I think that's also been been quite important um, the location of the property you know I don't think I stressed this enough last time I, I, I really do feel like the fact that you um, the, the the property or the properties that we have so far has been successful is because you know there there is that appeal that or that point of difference that most Airbnbs don't have. You know, in this case these properties are on the water. You know, so if if there are any people out there that are looking to get into Airbnbs and they're thinking, oh, you know, I might I might rent out like my back room or the granny flat or something like that, uh, it may not be as appealing because like think about it, if you go on holiday or your family, you know, might be once a quarter or once every half a year or whatever it might be, you're not stressing too much uh, about paying a little bit extra if it means a much more sort of enjoyable experience or if it means you're getting a property or you're getting to enjoy a property that is, you know, a lot quote-unquote nicer. Does that make sense? So, So, I think, you know, having that Having that wow factor is is uh, is very very important. Otherwise, you just get muddled in, you know, into all the other uh, typical houses that people uh, try an Airbnb out. Even though it might be close to some attractions or the beach or whatever it might be, but it, it may not cut it if it means that there are a lot of comp- comp- uh, competitor competitor Airbnbs. <laughs> I guess you can say uh, that do have that wow factor, that point of difference. Um, so, so that's that's probably where we're going to be.
1: I think I totally understand and agree with you on that side of things. Just because when you think about it, people are going away on a holiday, and as you've suggested as well, when they're going on holidays, they don't really, you know, want to be thinking about where where to get, you know, I guess laundry and all that kind of stuff done. As long as it's all there, that's the reason why it's an alternative. A strategy to go, or not strategy, but alternative way to go on holiday instead of going renting a hotel or motel, that kind of thing. So, as you said, you know, it's a spot on. It's not like you're just going to rent out a Granny flat and expect someone to do that. That's more of a rental kind of thing. Whereas you've got to think, you know, where are the holiday people going? Because people searching on Airbnb are usually wanting to go somewhere where they don't have to pay the prices of a hotel or motel or, or you know, some kind of reservations that's going to be quite expensive.
0: I think that's a very good point there Tyrone. Like the fact that you, I mean, all you really have to do is sit down and think, okay, if I were to go on a holiday and my family, what am I after? You know, if I were to stay in a place, would I, what kind of, what kind of furnishing or what kind of quality would I expect from a, from a place? You know, and when you put that into perspective, then you will realize, you know, maybe question, question yourself. Okay. Maybe I shouldn't. Uh, uh, try and save a little bit of money by buying, uh, you know, secondhand furniture, for example. Which I do see a lot of when I when when even we go and stay in some Airbnbs, you can kind of tell that they've kind of just, you know, maybe they had like an old couch uh, in, the, in 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 the in that that's unused in their existing house, and they've plonked it in into this Airbnb. Like that that kind of stuff is actually really obvious, and it makes a huge difference. You know, when you go when you have a when you actually go to one of these places and you know, the overall feel and you know, I don't want to sound, sound, uh, sound you know, uh, over the top but I guess, you know, like the cohesiveness of how everything's placed and all that kind of stuff, that makes a huge difference at the end of the day.
1: Uh, absolutely, it's like mishmashing, you know, a combination of different things in there. Like if you put it in perspective, we're talking about say for example, a moment ago about Hilton. If you were to go to the Hilton, Hilton have not, you know, cut corners and just put in any random furniture in there, and you're still paying premium prices to go in there. And I guess the reason why people are searching on Airbnb is that they are looking for a premium location without that premium pricing that you're paying for the hotels. Um, you, you probably will not get the service that you are paying for for a hotel, but you are getting that that premium feel and, I guess, lifestyle. Uh, potentially for your holiday to enjoy it because that's what people want. So, that's the reason why people are willing to pay just a little bit extra but not as, you know, the higher kind of rates as a hotel. And hotels have its, you know, place for sure um, but Airbnb has come in and, and disrupted the market providing us with a great opportunity like this.
0: Yeah, definitely has, you know. So, it, look, it's been fun, don't get me wrong um, but for anyone out there as well who think, who are also, in, in I guess, in the assumption that, oh, yeah, sounds great, I'm going to buy a place in Airbnb it out. I will say that it is a lot of work so you really need to be you know you know have a a significant interest you know enough to spend a lot of time setting it up obviously purchasing the property in the first place but obviously setting it up and you know doing the the necessary marketing you know the communication with every guest uh you know ensuring everyone's enjoyable liaising with neighbors liaising with cleaners uh you know, spending a lot of money um, to upkeep the property as well, like all this kind of stuff requires a, a, a huge amount of work. And to be fair, there are definitely companies out there that do do it. But just, you know, to be completely blunt, I found uh, the ones that I did inquire on uh, to to be subpar in terms of uh, what what I would expect as, as acceptable. Um, so, you know, luckily, we're in a position where we can, it ourselves uh and i think that's always been that that's also another key factor that i guess that personal touch you know what i mean like it it makes a huge difference uh then sort of outsourcing it as well
1: Property Investor.